This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Hello and welcome to the Betting Weekly Extra Time League Our show brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Steve Wiss and James Easton with me, Rob Daly, as always, to preview round 34 of the Liga campaign. We're nearly at the end of the season in France. Uh, but a quick look back at last week. Uh, how do we get on, Steve, starting with you? Yeah, unfortunately, it was a little bit below par again, Rob, uh, for me. One winner, two losers of the main picks. I think it rounds off, you know, a fairly disappointing April for the show overall. But, um, you know, you can't be plain sailing throughout the whole season. And um, it was always going to happen at some point that we would have a poorer month. But thankfully for the whole season, we're still at uh, plus 24.46 units and still over 10% yield as well. And um, we actually, despite in terms of match bets uh, not being so well um, this week, we did cash with the uh, Angers to be relegated outright, which was a very juicy price from the first uh, show of the season. Yeah, it's worth flagging up, actually, Rob. That pick there that Steve has uh, mentioned on Andre to be relegated, uh, they were very big. This is going right back to August. We both tipped them to be relegated this season. Um, the market said they were not the team likely to go down first. They've obviously gone down with, what is it, five games to go. So they've had a terrible season. So, yeah, we've got a couple more in the outright picks that we've had both before the season and at the midpoint of the season that should pay out as well in the next few weeks. So that will certainly help with the overall profit for the season. Uh, and I think we have to get to PSG because they're in the headlines this week. Uh, they're away to Troyes on Sunday. Um Beaten last weekend, which has opened up the title race a little bit, but I think none of us truly believe they're going to get caught. Uh, that Lionel Messi uh, has been suspended for two weeks after an author an unauthorized trip to Saudi Arabia. Um, he's not allowed to train with the first team. He has to stay away, I think, completely for two weeks. So, and there's a chance we may never see him. I suppose there's a chance we'll never see him play for PSG again. So, could you, James? Could you break down what's happened? Why are the punishment so severe and how this has affected your thinking this week? Yes. Yeah, so I think this took everybody by surprise, Rob, when the story broke that PSG had suspended Messi from everything for two weeks. Um, it's a it's a remarkable move by the club to punish him. So the report is that he made an unauthorised trip to Saudi Arabia on 
on, on Monday. Um, PSG thought, PSG players thought they would have two days off this week, Monday and Tuesday, which was why I think Messi had scheduled the trip for then. Because they lost last weekend, they, they automatically lost the day off. So I think Messi has got this trip scheduled, thinks he can go, assuming they should win at home to L'Oreal, and then they don't win. And then he's got the, the dilemma of whether he should go. And apparently he's had to cancel on two previous occasions this season because of the same thing happening. So I think he felt the personal pressure to um, go because he'd already cancelled. Obviously, that's not an excuse when you're employed by PSG to turn up for training on Monday. So he's gone without permission and he's come back and the club have acted on, on Tuesday to punish him far more stringently than we've seen PSG punish players in the last few years. So it's a great debate over why they've come down as hard as they have on him, given that we haven't seen this type of punishment from PSG against players before. The feeling is that they might be trying to draw a line in the sand here and uh, show not only the PSG squad, but also the rest of the world that we no longer tolerate our star players doing what they want in a way they can't at other big clubs in Europe, which of course is an accusation PSG have faced now for several seasons. It's also thought it might have been a way to end uh, the negotiations with Messi over whether he stays next season. That looks almost impossible now because of the rupture between the club and player here. Um, he hadn't signed a new contract. Talks had been pretty good earlier in the season, but had faded since. So it's a big moment. It's a big moment for PSG. It does set a mark uh, against uh, the star system that we've seen from them in the last few years. It is a change of direction in that sense. Next question is, how will Messi react? Um, you mentioned, will we see him again? You know, obviously he's only suspended for two weeks. We should see him again. But I think people will wait now to see how he um, reacts to the punishment, whether he says something, what sort of frame of mind he's in when he comes back. So it's a big couple of weeks for PSG. Let's not forget there is something at stake here. They've suspended one of their two best players when the, the league title's not yet won. Like, it's a big move from a sporting point of view. And it does affect the betting. Um, I had a long look at PSG on the Asian handicap this week against Trois. You could back PSG with a minus 1.75 start. But putting aside all the talk about Messi, whether he's happy there, where his future lies, he has been a really important player on the pitch this season. He's top of the league, one assist league. A lot of the Mbappe goals we've seen him score this year have been down to that understanding with with Messi. So it does make a difference. And I think away from the talk about what it means for PSG as a club, it should really affect the way that people look at the betting markets on PSG, um, certainly for the next couple of weeks. Steve, you were looking at something. Yeah, I was, Rob. Um, I was looking at the overs of this game, over three and a half goals, actually, when it was originally priced up, it was uh, minus 130. But now it's as short as minus 103. In terms of PSG, they opened at minus 400 on the money line. They're now minus 315. So, obviously, this is significant team news. And I, I did like the overs here. And, and I'm looking at over 3.25. But the simple fact is, Trois are just horrendous. I mean, if you, anyone who watched Trois against Nice last weekend, Nice's expected goals in that game was over four. And it only ended 1-0. The goalkeeper had... An unbelievable match for for Trois. Gatia Gallon made some splendid saves. Um, it was absolutely outrageous. Actually, this I've never seen anything like it. How only one goal was scored in that game, I've no idea. But it just shows you how bad Trois are. 
But you can't get involved now. There's no Messi because he's worth at least one, maybe one and a half goals on his own, isn't he? So, yeah, it's a massive impact. And, um, you know, I've been avoiding PSG games games for a while and um, I'm going to have to keep doing it. I I think they're going to be the worst champion probably that Liga has ever seen. They've not been good this year. The only reason they they probably are going to win the title is because the chasing pack are simply not consistent enough. Okay, well, let's get on to the uh, upcoming week's games. Uh, Nice in action as... uh... Steve was discussing there. Just one of the winners at Troyes. Uh, let's get where we're going to start. Nice, Rennes, and Rennes uh, coming into this after a 4-2 win over Angers, which I suspect, Steve, plays a little bit into your your pick here. Goals. Yeah, well, like I said, the last two or three weeks have not been brilliant for me on this show. I've been okay, uh, but I've been, you know, obviously there's been a loss. And if in doubt, I go back to what's my comfort zone. And my comfort zone in betting is overs. That's my my main strength overs and referees so yeah this one stood out to me as goals and i'm actually taking over 2.25 goals um a conservative goal line here at minus 117 so even if there's only two exactly still only losing half uh i just mentioned that game last week twire against nice nice should have scored three or four times at least um but but it was a really i know it was only twire but it was an encouraging performance because you know, they'd been lost three in a row. They've been knocked out of Europe. We were kind of wondering how they're going to finish the season now. And they might well be on a beach at some point. But I feel like Didier Degas has got a point to prove. He wants to show, you know, the reason why they had that great one when he first took over. So I think Nice will be motivated here, even though they're not really playing for much. They're too far out of the European battle. Um, Ren, though, are right in it. You know, they're three points behind Lille. They're only five behind Monaco now. So everything to play for, for for Rennes. And, you know, they've been very inconsistent recently. But scoring four goals against Angers last week, I think that's going to get their confidence back a bit. Um, they've generally been a team for overs recently. They had a period where they couldn't score many goals. But I feel like maybe their mojo is back a bit now. Just that weird game at Montpellier, which I still can't fathom out what happened there. It was only 1-0. Um, I, I think overall, Nice... They'll be swinging. They want to provide some entertainment to the fans. We saw last week that they're creating a lot of chances. Wren draws aren't really going to cut it for Wren at the moment, the way that Lille are playing. So they've got to go for it as well. I think it's going to be quite a, an open game of football. So I was surprised this goal line, I could get over 2.25 at a decent price. I actually thought this goal line would be more 2.5, 2.75-ish, to be honest with you, Rob. So I was happy to strike here because, uh, like I say, I do fancy plenty of uh, goals at both ends of the field. Yeah, I also had a look at that pick, Rob, the over goals on this game, because I agree with Steve's reading of the match there. Nice were better than I thought, actually, last weekend at Troyes. Created a huge number of chances. And even though there is nothing at stake for them, I I think they will have a go here because they do need to, um, I think, win over some fans. They've dropped off the European race for a European place a bit quicker than some of their fans thought. So my pick on this game is, is actually on a player. I'm back in Jeremy Doku of Ren here to have over 0.5 shots on target at plus 188. I'm just doing half a unit on this, um, but because his price is so big, 188, even with half a unit, if he does manage a shot on target, then you would get a pretty 
good return. Um, so Jeremy Docu, I, I wonder sometimes how well known he is outside of France. He obviously had great moments at Euro 2020 for Belgium. Um, he was a hugely promising teenager uh, when he came through at Anderlecht, very highly rated. I know that Liverpool tracked him extremely closely and thought about making a move for him from Anderlecht when he actually went to Rennes. And it was a su- surprise such a talented player managed to, Rennes managed to get such a talented player because it was thought he would join a bigger club. Since joining Rennes, he's had a huge number of injury problems. So we have not actually really ever seen the best of Jeremy Doku in League One. But he is finishing this season very strongly. And that's my thinking on backing him here to have a shot on target. Um, he's already scored four goals. In the last month, he got two goals against Angers last weekend when Rennes won 4-2. And he got two goals when Rennes beat Rance 3-0 recently. So this is a player who's in great scoring form. And we all remember, I think, from our own days playing football, if you're scoring goals like that, what do you do next time you play? You have a go, don't you? So I think Doku this week... We'll have one eye on winning the game with 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 Ren, but he'll also think he can get among the goals. And the great thing about this pick is, given that Doku is not actually a prolific goal scorer, so the goals will dry up at some point, is you don't need him to score with this pick. You just need him to manage a shot on target. And if he manages one shot on target, then you'll have a winning pick. So it's back in a player here who's in form. Um, he's finally staying fit. If he can stay fit... Uh, this week in training, then you'll imagine he'll play from the start for Ren because he's in such great form. And if he does, let's just hope he manages that one shot on target. So that's the pick. It's just over 0.5 shots on target and it's available at plus 188. Okay, like you very much, James. Uh, let's move on to our second game. Leon uh, versus Montpellier. You both have a pick here. Montpellier coming into this after a, a remarkable win, a 4-0 win at Monaco last weekend. Uh, they take on a, a Leon side that we discussed a great length actually on the show uh, most recently. Um, so, James, do you want to go first actually with your pick here? Yes, my pick on the game, Rob, is over 2.75 goals, which is available at minus 114. Very simple terms. You've got a game here between two sides who are clearly better at attacking than defending. We've seen that all season with both of these two sides. Uh, They try to defend. Um, Anthony Lopez in goal for Leon, for example, has been excellent. But I think the fact he's had so much work to do and stood out for Leon so much this season tells you everything you need to know about their defence. They've really struggled to shut teams out. And and the stats back it up. So if you look at uh, the 66 games these two teams have played in League One, this season, 59% of those games have had three or more goals. If you get three or more goals this weekend with this pick, you'll have a winning bet. So I'm expecting really a game here that will follow the pattern of games involving these two sides all season. They'll have a go. They both know that if they're going to get the points, it's probably going to be down to their attacking players rather than their defensive players. On Leon. They're still just about in the race for a place in Europe uh, through the league, falling off the pace a little bit. But I was impressed by the way they uh, played in ways at Strasbourg last weekend. They won 2-1. Certainly their attitude was good. I still think they feel they're in the race for Europe. So I'm expecting a positive performance 
from Lyon this weekend. And as you've said, Rob, it was a fantastic win last weekend for Montpellier. 4-0 away to a Monaco side going for a top three spot. I don't think anybody saw that coming, given that Montpellier are in mid-table with nothing to play for. And yeah, they found themselves in this position last season, nothing to play for with six or seven games to go. And they faded fairly quickly. I think people at the club have told the players, you know, we do not want a repeat of that. We want to finish this season more strongly, even though we've got nothing to play for. So on the back of that, I think they'll be they'll certainly be confident and should also have a go. So I think it will be open. Team news helps with this as well. We've got two first choice defenders suspended for the game, one for each side. Kiki Quiate, central defender at Montpellier, suspended, and Castello Lukeba, central defender at Lyon is suspended. So that just feeds in as well to the fact that we should get chances and goals in this game. So the pick on the match again is plus 2.75 goals and that's available at minus 114. I've got exactly the same pick on the game over 2.75 goals at minus 114. There's not an awful lot else to add here. Um, you know, last week's 4-0 win for Montpellier, that was actually the only Winner I had on the show last week, over three goals. It's ironic now, Monaco is the only team I seem to be able to get winners on. <laughs> so uh, I've actually left them alone this week. But um, yeah, this this should be goals here, shouldn't they? be honest, Leon actually surprised me against Strasbourg. I thought they'd lose that game, but they actually played reasonably well. After a difficult start, they came into the game, didn't they, and showed their quality. And I think they, they still kind of fancy chasing down this European spot. They're six points adrift, but I think it's almost in their DNA that they, they can't give up until it's mathematically impossible. So they're absolutely all out to get the win. I think Leon will win the game, actually. Um, I wouldn't be backing them at minus 150, but um, you know, Montpellier are kind of coming here free-hitting. Last week's performance showed that. I mean, they didn't need to really get a result. They look, they look safe. They're certainly safe now. And um, But they've got some really good offensive players, you know, Montpellier, some good quality in that team. They were just completely underachieving in the first half of the season. So, yeah, they've got plenty of weapons. Anthony Lopez has had a great year, but um, he can't stop everything, can he? So I think both teams will score here. I think you're looking at plenty of goals. Again, similar to the other over had, I was surprised this goal line that you could get 2.75 over at a reasonably good price. Because I thought this goal line would be over three, over 3.25 territory, considering especially Leon's record bookmakers tend to, um, you know, have really high goal lines for Leon games. So we'll we'll snap this up whilst we can, Rob, you know. This this looks a, a really good over. It should be a good game to watch. You know, you could look at some side bets, Lacazette to score, maybe Elivahi to score or something like that. But uh, fundamentally, it should be at very worst, I think, three goals in the game. Yeah, both teams have scored 52 times uh, this season. Not bad going for Montpellier in the bottom half of the table. So let's hope for goals. The boys in sync uh, for that one. Uh, we've got another game where you're both on um, the same match, which is not Strasbourg, and we'll get to that shortly. But let's get to games where you've got individual picks here. James, uh, Ram versus Lille. Um, Ram beaten by Clermont uh, last time out. So what have you got for Will Stills boys here? Yes, France versus Lille, Rob. I'm back in Lille to have over 4.5 shots on target at minus 134. Um, I had a winner backing Lille on the over shots on target market back in February away to PSG. And I have kept an eye on it since without without backing it. But I think this is a, 
certainly statistically, this is a good pick. So you need Lille to have five shots on target for this to pay out. Um, since the World Cup, when we return to league action, Lille have played 18 league games. And in 15 of those league games, they've managed five or more shots on target. So this is a team, whether they score goals or not, who do manage shots on target. And any concerns that maybe there's a home or away bias here? Well, they've actually managed five or more shots on target in seven of their last eight away games, averaging 6.2 shots on target per game since the World Cup. Mm. So I like this pick. Um, I think also the way the two teams are in the league table suggests this should happen. Lille are chasing... A European place. They're in pole position for that at the moment by sitting fifth in the table. Very confident going forward last weekend against Ajaxio at home. They were 3-0 up by half time and then saw the game out to win 3-0 without any problems at all. A lot of their front players are in form. Jonathan David playing very well at the moment. Remy Cabela in the playmaker role playing very well. Jonathan Bamba, who plays on the left wing for Lille. He gets a lot of stick, does Jonathan Bamba, from the Lille fans. But he's quite a useful player in that position because he offers great balance on the right side. And on the, oh, sorry, on the left side. And on the right side, they've got quite a few contenders, such as Timothy Weyer, the United States international, also Zagrova. And Adam Unas has just come back from injury in that position as well. So Lille have got a stack of attackers who've got quality and have played well in a lot of games recently. And I think going away to Rance this weekend is a great time to be playing Rance because they're in mid-table and poor old Will Still is facing the first real challenge of his Rance managerial career here. The challenge being, how do you motivate a bunch of players who know that they've got nothing really to play for? They're not in the race for a place in Europe. They can't be relegated. Rants have now lost three games in a row without scoring a goal because their motivation has fallen off a cliff. So if you're Lille and you've got something to play for and you're in good scoring form, I expect them to go here and dominate the game, really. I don't think Rants are in the right frame of mind to put up the sort of resistance that can stop Lille playing the way they want to play. And the evidence is that Lille playing how they want to play is to get forward get into scoring positions. And when they get there, the stats show that they are capable of working the goalkeeper. So I think it's a good time for this type of uh, bet. I think that the imbalance in motivation is a factor here. And um, yeah, let's hope that Lille can manage those five shots on target that we need to get paid out. So that's the pick. It's Lille. It's over 4.5 shots on target and it's available at minus 134. It's been a bit worrying, hasn't it, as uh, Ramsey's form? But didn't surprise me. Flagged it up a few weeks ago that at some point they would be on the beach, as we say. Um, I don't think they've played shockingly bad. It's just that little bit extra, isn't it? When you know that there's not really anything at stake, and it's just it's the way football goes. I I would expect Lille to win this game. Um, they're not a bad price actually, plus one ten. Um, you could certainly be look look at uh, Jonathan David scoring any time as well because he's been on a really good form, plus 118 to score in this game. You could do worse, couldn't you, than back that. So, uh, but yeah, Lille, Lille are good for shots. They, they're really good for shots and shots on target and fouls normally. Not last week, but normally good for fouls. Well, Clermont beat uh, uh, Ram last time out and they're your next pick, Steve. They're away at Auxerre. Yeah, I'm betting against the mighty Clermont foot here. Um, I mean, what an incredible story they are. 
Five wins in a row. I mean, who on earth <laughs> saw this? I didn't. I say it. Um, I think at the winter break, I said bet against Clermont in every single game the rest of the season. You'll make a profit. <laughs> I did say the same about Ajaxia, by the way, and that's definitely gone into that would have come true. But Clermont, fair play. They just Pascal Gastian's done a brilliant job here. But I mean, I remember when I used to work for a company in London called um, Football Radar, and um, towards the end of the season, the big thing that was drilled into all the workers' heads, all the analysts' heads. The number one factor is motivation, right? When you're looking at pricing up matches, betting, everything like that. And motivation is most certainly more on Orzair's side here. They are embroiled in a relegation battle, desperate for points. Um, We don't know the result of Nantes against Brest um, the time of recording this show. But whatever happens, they're only going to be at best one point above the drop zone. So... They absolutely need the points. And they've had a good run under Christophe Belessier. Since he's come in, he's really steadied the ship. He's an experienced relegation campaigner. They don't lose many games of football. I'm going to take Orzair on a minus 0.25 Asian handicap here at plus 102. So if the match does end a draw, they'll only lose half my stake. I expected them to be odds-on to win here just because of the motivation stakes. But also, I actually think they're just as good as Clermont, really, if not slightly better. This Clermont team is massively overachieving in terms of all their metrics, expected points, expected goals against. You know, I don't really know how they're doing it, but if we look at who they've actually beaten recently, it's not a great crew no, of teams, no. you know. <clears throat> yeah, Ajaccio, yeah. Angers, yeah. Nice, who I think were in Europe at that time. And, you know, Rams last week, that's fair play, it's a good win, but, you know, Rams are, as you just said, are lacking motivation. Or Zara not lacking motivation. Happy to take the home team here. They're just put a really solid run of results together. I could see this being like a 1-0 sort of game where they grind it out uh, end of the season, where one team, it just matters an awful lot more. Fair play to Clermont. They're not keeping this run up, Rob. No way. Um, so I'm happy to bet, happy to bet oh, against them. Oh, dear. No way. <laughs> He's all in. He's all in. Clermont, 36 goals this season. And Ozzie, just 31, two of the lowest scoring teams in the league. You can see it being that kind of game. Yeah, I, I agree with I agree with Steve. I don't think they can keep this run going. And I actually don't think they've played that well during this run. I mean, I five wins in a row for Clermont, fantastic, you have to say, but there's been a couple of penalties in there to win one of the games and not done that well. Just looking at the league table, you have to say Pascal Gastian, their manager, will be on the four-man shortlist. I think it's normally four men on the shortlist for manager of the year in League One. Has to be on that list. Done a great job. And um, I know he's extended his contract till 2024, but I saw an interview with him in the last week or so where he said he will retire after that contract ends next year because he'll be 60 years old mm. and he wants to do different things with his life. He wants to see his family more and he, there's lots of places he wants to travel to. So interesting sort of longer term period for Claremont, how they they cope with that. I suspect he might change his mind because he's such a passionate manager i remember Sir alex ferguson retiring and then changing his mind years yeah. and years ago at man united yeah. just wonder if pascal gastian will retire and then realize he didn't want to travel as much as he thought he did and get back into it so we'll see what happens that's all for the future but he has done a formidable job you have to say this season although like steve i do not think they can keep winning games playing as they are okay we'll get to the final game shortly but very quickly your four-man shortlist for head coach of the year in france well, do you know what? So I'd have Pascal Gastian yeah. of, of Clermont, Franck S of yeah. uh, of Lance, um, Regis Labrie of Lorient. They'd be the definite three. And then you can pick one out of a hat, I think, after that. Will, will still. 
Will Still. I just the only thing about Will Still is I don't know what you think, Steve. Has he been in charge long enough taking over? Actually, hold on. We probably we we probably got to give Philip Montagnier the list, haven't we? Because they've just won the French Cup. So oh, there, there I know it's the cup. There but... you go. Yeah, that's it. Montagnier would be a great to lose, yeah. And really? also, they've done, they've done quite well in the league, haven't yeah. they? Pr- promoted yeah. Yeah. and never in danger of relegation. You can't really argue with that. Good work. Okay, guys. Final game then, Nantes Strasbourg. Um, Steve, do you want to get us going? The massive game, and uh, we are recording this before Nantes uh, um, match. Before this, they play Brest. 15th versus 16th at the time of recording. Level on points. Massive game between two teams trying to avoid that one last I mean, if we didn't have four relegation spots this season, it'd be done, wouldn't it? We do normally have three, but there's four. So um, what have you seen here, Steve? You go first. Yeah, I'll try to be quick here. I'm going with the fouls here, over 25 and a half fouls. It's to do with the the two teams are in this relegation battle. I think they're going to give it absolutely everything. Strasbourg lost last week, so friend Frederick Antonetti is going to demand even more from them. I said on, in recent shows I've been eyeing up their fouls. And it, typically their foul count has been pretty high in the last two months overall. We've got a referee appointment here, Benoit Bastian. I've mentioned it before. He kind of likes the limelight. He does whistle very quickly for, for fouls and free kicks. I could see a few cards here as well. The card line's four and a half. Still think it'll go over. But, you know, we, both teams are coming off losses. You know, Nantes had a really poor de- defeat in the French Cup. We don't know their result against Brest tonight. But I think whatever happens, we know this is a massive game at the bottom of the table where both teams have got to give it everything. So I think they'll get stuck in. I think there'll be loads of tactical fouls as well. When 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 you know survival's on the line, then um, we really should see the these fouls come in. Over twenty five and a half fouls isn't asking an awful lot from both teams. It's a market I've attacked recently. I've had generally had success. Last week I missed out by two fouls in the Lille Ajaccio game. I think the difference there was Ajaccio just didn't really ever believe, uh, didn't really turn up. But uh, this situation here both teams have got to fight tooth and nail right to the end so over 25 and a half fouls at minus 120 that's my pick for the game cool yes and also got a pick on this game rob so not strasbourg i'm going on over 2.5 goals which is available at 100 uh first on this the season stats would suggest this is a, a smart pick because 55 percent of all games that these two teams have played this season have had over 2.5 goals but the the more immediate picture is i think this race to avoid relegation that is involving four teams down at the bottom of the table those teams being nantes brest Auxerre, and strasbourg i think these teams are going to score their way out of trouble rather than defend their way out of trouble whether they want to or not i think that's the way it will play out because none of those four teams maybe Auxerre, but i don't think generally they're strong enough defensively to play that way I think teams are more likely to go for it in order to get out of trouble. And in the case of these two teams, that's certainly what we've seen recently from them. So Strasbourg's last five matches, four of them have had over 2.5 goals. And the same applies to four of Nantes' last five matches as well. And actually Nantes, if you go back further, eight of their last 10 games in all competitions have had over 2.5 goals as well. So you're looking at here at two teams who are not defending well. We saw that certainly from Nantes in the French Cup final last weekend where they were beaten 5-1 by Toulouse. They might want to keep it tight, but it's just not working. So I do think these games with a lot at stake for teams near the bottom, at some point over the 90 minutes in games involving these two sides, they will open up 
and they will attack. And I do think that will happen here. So when I saw the price on over 2.5 goals, it's plus 100. So it's evens. I think that's I think that's worth taking given what we've seen from these two teams recently. So that's the pick, Rob. It's over 2.5 goals and it's available at plus 100. Okay, boys, great job. Thank you very much for your company, Steve. Brilliant, Rob. Enjoyed it as always um, with you two. It's a brilliant show. Yeah, and we'll see you next week, James. Thank you very much, Rob. See you next uh, week. That's all we have time for on Betting Weekly Extra Time, the league our show brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook at Because We Win on Twitter for more from all the experts on the network. And a reminder all the prices are available at the Bet Rivers website. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.